up, water? It's your boy, Big Squeeze. Each and every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m., we at Radio.com. Check out the dopest show in the world, you heard me? Yeah, me and my homie Mook, we go out here, we go hard with the real hip-hop heads. We got that dope shit. If it's hot, we gon' play it, believe that. Tune in to the jungle, baby. Big Squeeze, Mook, 6 to 8, we at Radio.com. Radio.com. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do, but there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's on Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bring the heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holler at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with my words. Make sure you enter my world with caution. This is Goldie Montana. You're listening to WeUpRadio.com. Fuck out, 
Joked Radio, presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Wristwork Custom and Avery Hart's new book, Wholesome Pie and Splintered Wood, available in Amazon and all digital outlets. Want to give our deepest apologies right now. We had major cataclysmic technical uh, difficulties uh, going on at the studio. Um, sorry. It was, it was, most of that was out of our control. Right. Um, you know, but we're here, you know, things happen, you know, sort of like a, you know, uh, accident, 20,000 car pile up on I-90. Almost dying. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's pretty much what happened. So our deepest apologies and, and, and for real this time, for real, because sometimes we need just bullshitting. <laughs> sometimes, yo, yo, one of them times we was bullshitting, man, but for real, it was out of our control. It really was out of our control this time. So, uh, you know, we back on deck and um, we got a wonderful show ahead. We're going to talk about do's and don'ts when it comes to office slash work attire. Workplace dress codes. The How whole do you nine. Feel about them. What? What is your dress code at your job? And do you think it's appropriate for the job that you do? Do you deal with a customer on a daily basis, face to face? Are you mainly dealing with people over the phone? What do you think should be? Let's go for a universal workplace attire. What do you think that should be? I mean, for me, you know, it depends on, you know, where you work at. I mean, if you're on a construction site, then you definitely want to have your safety gear on. But, you know, for the office, I mean. Keyword here is universal. This universal. Is taking into account all of that, all the different jobs and everything that you have. Like, if this, if, if we lived in a science fiction time to where we've advanced in technology so much, what would be a universal type of co- uh, dress code that, would make sense no matter what job it was. If you did construction, yes, your safety and everything was taken in consideration. You had the proper equipment for that. But it was a universal proper equipment, and it was all tied into everything that you wore, be it a jeans, a unitard, you know, leggings and a hoodie that was sized or whatever. Like, what what should be the universal type dress code for, especially dealing in any type of customer service industry? I would say you would want to wear clothes that aren't overly distracted, you know, from the business at hand. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I think that's, that's a fair requirement, you know. Now, some people will say, well, you know, I, I like, let's say for, for the ladies, you know, you may have a lady, ladies that are very shapely and what have you, you know, some, some of that you really can't control. But then, you know, but at the end of the day, common sense principles should dictate that. I don't want to, you know, get a whole bunch of calls when we're saying, well, I should be able to, I mean, we know what's, you know. Well, no, here's the thing. You're going to work. You're being paid to be on somebody else's time. Right. So all of that you, I don't dictate. No, if you don't want to wear what they got to wear, don't work there. It's right. Yeah. So that's why the question is, what should be the type of universal dress code where people can be their most comfortable no matter how they are as an individual, what aspect they are in their life if they decide to work for that company? I agree. I would agree with that. I mean, they say, you know, you have to wear a shirt and tie or a button up and slacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
and if they also require you wear a blouse or a button-up shirt and a skirt that goes below the knees, you should be able to do that. You know? Well, yeah, you should be. And there's a lot of companies that that's what's called a professional work attire. There's, you know, that right. professional, there's that business casual, there's casual, there's a jeans only, you know, attire policy with some companies. And there's some companies that don't care as long as you produce them. They don't care what you come in there. You come in there in sweats, pajamas, as long as you don't come in there in no flip flops, that's cool because. I mean, I've worked places where flip-flops were cool. You know, shorts, t-shirt, and flip-flops was was dope. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I think it's more, like I said before, I think it should be where it's not distracting from the business at hand. You know what I mean? You know, as long as it's not distracting from work, then it should be, you know, it should be allowable. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and that gives, you know, a wide range of things that a person can wear. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that that, that one, you know, requirement that I stated uh, makes a lot of sense. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's not distracted from work. You know what I mean? Now, that being said, that's a matter of opinion. You know, you may have some employers that say, well, your dreadlocks are are interrupting. (laughs) Or, you know what I mean? Something like that. That can be said. And and I I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, why does somebody's hair distract you from doing your but job. that's not the to thing me, is that that's not even a tire that's not a tire that's a person's you know what i'm saying that's, that's how they hair. look and that tells yeah. me that you are a very weak-minded individual if the idea of somebody else's hair is so offensive to you that it affects your work productivity when everybody is being paid to be on somebody or you can say if, you know you know a mohawk you know, or back in the eighties, and yeah, you know, or spiked hair. The that punk look when it came through, and even in the seventies with the long hair, they call them hippies. And every there's been progressive trends throughout hairstyles from the beginning of time. But again, it's it's always been people that have found them offensive, and I've always felt, why are you so offended by it? It's somebody else's hair. It in no way, shape, or form. Just how a person who comes in with a mohawk, a jerry curl, a leisure curl, a perm, a conk, none of that, locks, none of that should affect how you are producing at work. And if it does, you need to reflect on some things. Right. Because everybody that's there is there for a pay to the order of. And last time I checked, you were not the person that was signing the pay to the order of. And a lot of the, you know, office jobs these days, I mean, you're not even interacting with the general public. Exactly. exactly. You're, <laughs> you're not even interacting with you the general part you're, public. You're, you're on a telephone. Or in a, in a cubicle, or you're working from home. You're in no way, shape, or form are you really dealing with the public like that. And the people that are in the customer service industry that are bankers, that work in a bank, or you know any type of car salesman, cashier, wherever, where you're dealing with people on a face-to-face basis, you should know as a human being that, hello... That's the person. That's what they call people. Yeah. And if somebody come in there with hair all crazy down to they to spend they, money, they, you're they not gonna pay. say no. Nah, you can't exactly. come into my business because you don't look right. What does that matter? They, the <laughs> money is going to spend the same. And if that's what you're in the business of doing, making money as a company and as a business, then again, somebody's hair should have absolutely no At bearing. All. on your productivity. But that's the thing. You have organizations that you say that. You got sensitive ass people that say that. 
that right. are the head and the bottom lines of these organizations. You can have companies have their little moral value statements and their ethic commitments and have you go through the four to six to eight week training and their handbook and learning all their shit. But the bottom line is this. If from the top on down, if, if they don't quote unquote say what they mean and mean what they say, it's irrelevant. Because right. if you have one, two, three, four people or however many people that it ends up being getting upset and offended over someone else's physical appearance, I don't need you in my company. I didn't pay you to look at a motherfucker. I paid you to do a job. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, Your numbers is way down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if that's the you case, know, I'm the type of person like And Tanisha's rage is not affecting nothing. the fact nothing. that you ain't made gold Man, in like four months. Messing with me, I'll come in there and you got a problem seeing it, I'll turn the lights off. How about that? How about I get you some ambient lighting? And you can have your little cubicle or whatever as dark as you want so you ain't got to look at nobody because I'm not paying you to right. look at somebody. I'm paying you to do your job, right. period. Make these sales, bitch. And if you're not able to <laughs> do that without getting distracted by somebody's hair, a woman breastfeeding, somebody having their period, whatever the situation may be, then you don't need to be here. You, you need to go, to go find something that's going to cater to you or sit your ass at home somewhere and open your own business so you can have the type of clientele that you want. But don't get mad when other people don't necessarily feel the same way that you do. Because, again, everybody's a human. You you cut you, you're going to bleed red unless you're an alien. Right. So, yeah, we're talking office attire, Joked Radio, 216-772-3393. Call in. Let us know what you think about that office attire, work attire, things of that sort. That's what we're talking about. Um, I've seen situations where people have come to work like, really? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, we're definitely, you know, if you're talking liberal conservative, we're definitely on the liberal side of things. But at the same time, <laughs> time. It's just some stuff you don't wear at work. You I know? don't. I don't particularly care for those two labels because my 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 thing is this: as a citizen of the country and corporation that is the United States of America, right? According to our Constitution, we're supposed to be of the people, for the people, and by the people. Yeah. So the people is who are the ones that truly have the power. It's the fact that we have allowed those labels in division and derision and What's up, propaganda to put people in certain different camps of what is to to what to fight over what is basic right and wrong period mm -hmm. because the period the bottom line thing is this you're a human being and What's you up, Preston? want the best for whatever it is you have whether it's a family whether it's a pet whether it's whatever you want to be able to get through this life and have some semblance of a decent way of life, whether it's success, whether whatever it is. Everybody goes through something. And the idea that you can fall into or you put yourself purposefully into a camp of a certain label based on how you stand What's up, short boss? supposed to be allegedly ethically and morally, mm -hmm. that to me is disturbing because that's not how you're going to be judged depending on who you believe in, what you believe in at the end of the day. So that... Me, I want people to be able to have basic access to basic human rights. You should be able to get a job, 
whatever skill you don't have, you should be able to find a way to develop it. Whatever right. it is you want to do. This is supposed to be the land of the free, home of the brave, to be able to... You shouldn't be scared anything. to get sick you here. Be, that's a whole different thing. Man, that's a whole other show topic. Yeah, you, you should be able to... And it goes back to what I said. If you What's up, Cam? If you want to be able to live a, a good quality of life and mind your own damn business mm-hmm. of the people, for the people, by the people then you should be able to go out and try to achieve whatever it is that you want to without whatever hindrances that are there in this day and age. And until people understand that, that, that there, whoever you are, whatever your color is, there are hindrances, period. That's, there's no denying that. There's too many facts. Man, that state that. at that's this point, that's, that's, that's undeniable. And, and if, and people, I'm not going to debate anybody that's going to sit right. back and say that um, discrimination and racism it, doesn't exactly. exist and doesn't play a part it, 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 in the way we live it's in America, too, too if not the world, but particularly here. in America. I'm not going to debate that with no. anybody. No. If you even debating that or even bringing that as a debate, you're part of the problem. You are um, the fucking problem. So the thing is, people just. What's up, Rico? The idea of being able to go out as an individual, whether you want to go to school, the, 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 whatever it is, you should be able to do it. And you have. Every, and when I say hindrances, here the, the arguments are, are valid because people have student loans, people have bad credit. There are right. people have life. That's you can't buy a house right now if you don't pay your student loan. And but the thing about it is, is is we as the people, if we don't understand that we are the ones that hold the power to shape the legislation that needs to be put into place to really undo and move forward with the technology that we have and protocols put in place for y'all's kids and y'all's kids' kids and y'all's kids' kids' kids then those are the things that we have to do today right. to, to make sure and ensure the future. It's not about being a liberal or conservative or any of that. The powers that be understand that. They and have they have a game. sweeping voting rights bill saying. that is they, dead on arrival. It's dead on arrival in the Senate. People don't understand right the long game that's being played with everything in this. And as, as individuals, when it comes to your collective voices and what we're supposed to allegedly be about, that is is what you are supposed to be doing. I mean, you would want to be told if your neighbor was spying on you. Facts. I know, I know how many how many people do you know got security systems have apps on their phone, have that ring, have that nest that have you know you got twenty four hour surveillance on your home. And the reason being because this day and age you need that sort of thing. But when somebody came out and told you that yes, not only um, are people looking at you to rob you, we oh, have oh, a caller. Oh yeah, Just Radio. Thank you for calling. What's your name and where you calling from? How you doing, my name? How you doing, my name? Okay, wait, I'm calling from Pittsburgh. Hey, what's happening? I'm not much, man. I'm not tuned into the show here at the Wake Up Radio. You know, you know. So, big up, big up. Good looking out. We appreciate the support. All the way from Pittsburgh. Man. So what's going on? What's my name is K Wade. I'm from Pittsburgh, PA. And I'm uh, um, I'm tuning in here to the Wake Up Radio. I'm good. I'm good. Bless. How y'all doing? All right. What can we do for you? Okay. Well, I was um, okay. well, I was um, I was listening to what 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 I was listening to Especially within, Especially within different communities, different communities. It, it, it's, it's like the, like the uh, uh, let's just say, uh, let's um, just say um, like 
like uh, hope, not but, hope, um, but um, like maybe, like maybe, maybe more if we have more people, people actually, you know, actually, you know, um, you know, um, let them know, let them know, know, you know what I mean, that, 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 that we do have, and we are smart enough to do that. You know, to me, it just seems like, you know, people are giving up because nobody's really standing up. You know, it's always been hard. And you know the work atmosphere for you know minorities and things like that. So you know. What they do have, they do have, and they see, you know, they see, okay, what we do have, you know what I mean? It inspires people to do more, rather than with all, you know, TV and only the iPhones, 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 things like that, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, everybody needs a role model, you know, everybody needs to believe in things like that. But, you know, once we have people who, you know, you know, speak up for the people who don't, you know, because some people who so say, hey, forget it, or, you know, so I just wanted so to put I that in there, 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 you know, because I was just no doubt. I had to get out my no mind. I didn't want to, you know, uh, you know, keep it to myself. So I wanted to tune right. in, and uh, I agree with uh, everything that you two are saying. You know, um, but um, it's definitely, it's definitely, you know, also gotta, you know, teach people that there are resources, you know, um, you know that people don't uh, still use these days. You know what I mean? You know, um, and, and, and which. In my mind, it's like a call a legacy, you know, especially in the black community, you know, we have a legacy that is dying away, you know, so, you know, in the black community, it's like, you know, some people feel they want, you know, our youth, you know what I mean, they're, some's woken and some sleep, you know what I mean, so, it's, you know, so, you know, so, um, you know, we just need people to step up more, step up more you know, and, understand uh, what you're saying and appreciate, um, you for calling in and thank you so much for that. And you're absolutely right. We do need to have individuals understand that people really go out there and, and, and for lack of a better word, really put out that hope. That's one of the reasons why, um, AOC was able to win and get elected the way that she did. She really yeah. put yeah. her grassroots effort into going out and physically, literally knocking on doors and explaining to people, look, this is the legislation that's in place. Do you agree with this? What do you want to uh -huh. see? Uh -huh. And by going out and getting the people's opinion, the people are the ones who put her in there. That's why the right. establishment right. is so irritated and so out of pocket because of the changes in the freshman uh, representatives that came in through Congress this year because people, more and more people are beginning to wake up. They are beginning to see that maybe we do have a light at the end of the tunnel. We can take it back and really get yeah. back to yeah. what we, we know to be not only um, good American values, so, quote unquote, but what it means to be a good morally good human being and to be right. able to look right. out and understand that every it's life that's what it is it's it's you're not yeah. better than yeah. the next person and the fact that they continually down shame a lot of these new people coming in and the, overlooking the fact that we've had 
known white supremacists, you know what I'm saying, Klan members, pedophiles, rapists, all types of felony Congress representatives throughout the last 70 years. But now that people are starting to take back that power, it's, it's a problem. We can't uh-huh. have you saying certain things. We can't have you agreeing that maybe we should have a discussion on... People don't even want to talk about it. Exactly. Now. And that's where the right. problem lies. Right. And that's how they're able to keep the people silenced and keep that of the people... Well, we don't want to cause an uproar, but right. at the same time, you're seeing things that happen constantly that cause an uproar. Right. And then they want you to be quiet about it. They want you to suffer in silence, basically. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and Right. And, um, you know, we definitely didn't, didn't veered somewhere, you know, off course, but that's cool. No, no, <laughs> that's I mean, cool. That's, that's, that's what yeah. it, because it all ties together. When you have it does. That, that understand that their workers, the ones that produce and that are loyal, those are the people that are going to make you the most money. Those are the people that are going to bring uh-huh. you that almighty dollar that you're craving for. Right. And but you right. but when you get right. into that and you're mistreating people and you're creating an environment where your turnover is ridiculously high and you blame it on the people and you know good damn well it's not the people. It's the people it's, it's the place. it's the policy. Right. right. It's the policy right. you have no in place. No problem. Yeah, definitely. You know. Well, thank you so much for giving us a call. We appreciate it. Tell your friends, tune in next week. We ain't gonna be as late. <laughs> <laughs> not hardly. Oh, not hardly. We, we, gonna, we got know? fail safes in place right. for that. You know what I mean? We didn't figure it out. But definitely, man. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. And also, before I do get What's up, off, Courtney? Um, What's up, Sean? Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, we have we have the utilities, you know. Um, you know, the NAACP, I want to let everybody know, you know, we do have these resources that are that are you know forgotten about and 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 uh, worked on because you know, something happened to me personally, you know, um that I'm not able to disclose right now, but you know, um, it's definitely the bag. you know always good. To, yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, but uh, thank y'all. Have a blessed day. Love y'all. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Bye. That's what's up. We appreciate you. We got. We getting love. We getting Pittsburgh love. It's all to the good. You know, except during football season, but you know, it's all love. Y'all can check in on on that though. Well, I'm not a Browns fan, so. Ah, oh, see, you know what? Yeah. You know the way our relationship is set up. I'm gonna have to yeah. just deal with it. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I am not a Browns fan. Well, so you know, sorry, man, don't be. I mean, it's understandable. I don't even fault you now. I mean, since '99, it hasn't really been a. It's, it's been a rough ride. Man, I ain't been a Browns fan since '86. 85, Man, you know, and, and Crooked Halo is celebrating her 56th birthday today. No, I am not. A <laughs> Shit, a nigga look damn good for 56 if that's the Right. Case. Like MILF. <laughs> so what we going to do, we are going to take a break, go back, pay these bills, get these uh, sponsors paid out. Chanta. Right. Holla at the sponsors. Be back shortly.
Previously on OG DJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against yeah. homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them <laughs> Like, huh? <laughs> if like, if another nice, man, that's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Yeah, that's gay. That's gay. So and then she said, "I'm not gay." I said, "But that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment." Right. I understand says. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective, that wasn't just a comment. That was homoerotic. Right. <laughs> Damn. Homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah, was right. that made me think of a reason. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeAreRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, WeAreRadio.com. That Ghost of Don EP nice as Make sure you go out and get that brand new EP from my man Ghost of Don. Yeah, that's just called On The Money on all digital platforms, all media outlets, Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you go get that shit right now. Fuck that I had to cuss. You heard the new single, What A Love? It's crazy. Go download the EP right now on the money and follow my man Ghost of Dunn. Ghost, D-A-D-O-N 79 on IG. Follow him right now. Go download the EP on the money. Saying it's gon' quit, but it's still going on. Y'all gon' kill the right one. It's gon' be on. Yeah, it's your nigga Semi, Cleveland the motherfucking label, CTL. Shouts out to We Up Radio, DJ Goldie Montana. What's up, big homie? You already know what to do. We in here, lit, fire emojis, you feel me? Topic every fucking Man, you hate the radio, I despise what? it, I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at 1. Get out of here. I'm not lying, you man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at 1, are you listening? Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1. At 1, tune in to them on, on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University, Clutch Saturdays Players. at 1 p.m. That's what's up. So I'm tuning in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I check. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. Tune in to OP Nation Talk every Thursday, 7 to 9. Right here live at WeUpRadio.com. 216-772-3393. Hosted by Ray Sharp. Councilman Ernest L. Smith. And King Swisher. Every Thursday, 7 to 9. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Yo, 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 what's good? JJ Cicero in the building. Rocking out with WeUpRadio.com. And it's all love. JJ. 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 Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. Losing a loved one is hard enough. Worrying about how you will handle final expenses only adds to one of the worst moments of your life. Let Reggie Clemens help you address this very important need. With over 12 years experience, Mr. Clemens has the knowledge and wherewithal to help you deal with all situations. No exam is required for most plans. Auto, home, and renter's insurance is also available. Call 216-925-6577 for a free quote. That's 216-925-6577. Reggie Clemens, insurance professional. 
your brother got them birds, huh? You won't bust one of them niggas' heads, huh? You ain't scared, huh? You know how to play it, huh? I know you just ain't gonna let a nigga come and punk you, huh? Stun and punch you, huh? Straight up punch you, huh? You know got that fire you green, huh? You know how to use a triple beam, huh? Shit ain't hard as it seems, huh? You keep your body clean, huh? You got a lot of Chabot jeans, huh? Some of your partners don't do it, huh? You don't really wanna fuck with them niggas, huh? You come up with them niggas, huh? You stuck with them niggas, huh? You a paper chaser, you got your black on fire, you remain in the cheese until the moment you expire, you know what it is. You make nothing out of something, you handle your biz. They don't be crying, and it's nothing, you a paper chaser. You got your black on fire, you remain in the cheese until the moment you expire, you know what it is. You make nothing out of something, you handle your biz. They don't be crying, and it's nothing. You can't do nothing but love, French, huh? You won't know what we gon' do next time. Jilt Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars, sponsored by Wristwork Custom and Avery Hart's new book, Wholesome Pie and Splinter Wood. Purchase that on Amazon and all. Y'all got to get that book. Man, that, that book, book is fire. That book is... <laughs> Ooh, I need to get that. That book is fire, man. And I need the first the first person that get their book, that get Avery's book, and calls in and can tell me... Three things that we know that happened in that book will win a $50 gift card. Ooh. Hey, y'all heard it here. $50 gift card. <laughs> We're going to talk about Wholesome Pine Splinter Wood. Go to Amazon today. Purchase Avery Hart's critically acclaimed book, Wholesome Pine Splinter Wood. It is one of the most intense and brutal reads in years. Yeah. Yo, man, this book is for the wolves, not the sheep. Wholesome Pine Splinter Wood, once again, available on Amazon and all other digital outlets. Um, while you're at it, you can go to Follow Black Dollars, www.followblackdollars.org. Find out more about the Follow Black Dollars movement. Once you lock arms and become a partner, you will receive 10% off all products and services from Follow Black Dollars members, and you will in turn give a 10% discount to fellow members. All Follow Black Dollars members will receive a t-shirt and a stamper where you will stamp all dollars you receive and redistribute them back into the money supply. Anyone who presents a stamped dollar to a Follow Black Dollars member will receive the same 10% discount on all products and services. Join the Follow Black Dollars movement today. And when you're done with that, you definitely want to cop some bracelets from Wristwork, www.wristworkcustom.com to purchase exquisite bracelets for all occasions. They are an excellent gift idea as well as an accessory. <laughs> 
yo, become a risk work addict today. We got we 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 gotta definitely pay the bills, man. Man, gotta pay man, the I'm bills. You, there'll be more details released on uh, the Juke Instagram page for the facts winner the uh wholesome pie and splintered wood contest hey what's up joy wilson in the building what's up scripper you guys are gonna thank us for making you read this book and if one of you happens to win 50 dollars for it then it's all more to the good you can uh, follow black dollars and help support but what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask we're gonna have three questions that are gonna be taken from three different sections plot points of the book and we're going to take some calls and we're going to take some social media questions and we're going to pick some people to answer those questions, ask those questions. And if you can answer them correctly, you win a hot 50 to add to your tax money if you still got some left. Or if you ain't got no tax money left. Man, just get some regular money. <laughs> you're going to appreciate this hot 50. But what we are talking about today, workplace dress code what is the point where do you where do you stand what is some type of um what's the worst some of the worst stuff y'all done seen i know richie talked about it earlier what is what are what is some of the worst stuff that you've seen um people come in and just completely violate and destroy the dress code and still keep their job man um, you know what? I hate to even be this way. It's a, but it is what it is. Equal opportunity offenders. So yo, yo, this is. this lady came in. You know, one day, you know, she had a real short top, and you know, and some to be to just be real, man. She came in with some straight booty shorts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw cheekage. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And she didn't get fired, but they told her they, you know. They somebody that gave her a jacket or something to wear, oh, wow. or what have you, wow. or whatever. But they, but home. she didn't get fired. I'm very surprised they didn't make her go home because. What's up, Mr. Brown? That I've been at where they violate a dress code. You either have the choice to go do something about it or go home, and I don't think they would have been okay with her putting a jacket. You know, I mean, again, I've worked for some, you know, over the years, some liberal uh, mm-hmm. workplaces, but that was just, that was over the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, you was, you saw cheeks. I worked at a place, <laughs> <laughs> I worked at the uh, Notorious Place downtown, Post Office Plaza, <laughs> that uh, had dress code in place. It was business casual, and on Fridays, you could wear jeans. And any time during, you know, Indians, Cavs, Browns seasons, whenever they played those games or whatever, you could dress down. Right. One of the biggest no-nos for them was leggings. Like, you could not wear leggings at all. They really took great offense to people wearing leggings. And in this environment, this particular call center, it was a pen and paperless environment. And you were not allowed to even have your cell phone at your desk. It had to be locked in the locker with your purse and everything. So the idea of people walking around in leggings, they they were not doing any of that because it's like, no. We like, no. the the, the, The contract that was held for this particular call center yeah, this is a huge company, like, and they are technically their number one in customer service for what they do. 
Mm-hmm. So they're number one for a reason because they demand a lot of shit out of their people. I hope their people getting paid though. Well, when I was there, you had the ability to make great, great bonuses and you could get big money, big, big, big money. So that was then. I'm not sure how much has changed because there's been a merger since then and mm. it's been some years. Since yeah, they're cutting there. that down. <laughs> but, um, I'm going to say it's gone down to the worst because I actually did receive some paperwork the other day from a lawyer. There is apparently a class action suit going on wow. against this company that has been filed for people, for every employee that worked there during this particular uh, time period mm. on this paperwork. And so what the girl is suing for is like, well, yeah, yeah, run. Okay, well, yeah, I was a part of this. Go on. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> my money. Yes, please. Yeah, I want parts. Yo, settlements are awesome. Man, and the thing about it is what, what these companies don't realize is when you got people in there and you ask them to perform tasks while they're not on the clock or you're having them perform tasks and they're, they're on the clock and you're not paying them what you should Ooh. be. Those are violations of the, the fair labor standard. And I've always been a big, 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 big advocate. And that's a whole other thing. It's like, you know, these companies, they, um, they want to juke you. That's yeah. All it's they like, you want to juke the workers, but yeah. you don't juke the stockholders. Exactly. Cause well, the stockholders got the money. They, you know what I'm saying? If there's no stockholders, the workers no always take you on the chin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want to ju- I mean, like, but then at the same time, you want to say that this is the greatest country in the world. But you get sick. You miss, We saw with the whole shutdown. People miss a check or two. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. And these were government workers. Mm-hmm. And for you to have a lot of those government positions, your credit has to be... You You were the best of the best Listen, of the best. Your you security through, clearance has got to come yeah, through. You go through federal background checks. They go back, you know, comb through your At least 10 years. For a lot of those different positions. And I don't know about you, but I know growing up, in, in the 20s, like I did, you know, people always talked about getting those good government jobs. And even in um, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, they do a... a, a we came to, to know, take it over, take over and but they were hiring that, that day. day. You know? <laughs> like, damn, the they got jobs to, to burn it down. <laughs> they came out they with came jobs. Out with job. <laughs> you know, and he was because because dude was like Clarence Williams was there, nigga that sat down so disappointed. Like he said, they got government jobs. <laughs> like, yeah, and that was the thing. But the like, thing, but these government worker good, government jobs, government and they miss a check. And they were supposed to be those good government jobs were supposed to be good enough to be able to sustain you to where right. you could miss a check. It's like why work for the government? If, if you exactly. know what I mean, for real, it's like huh. And then, but then you always have the people that are in the comments on these different threads or whatever, and it's like, well, you should save your money. Da, 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 da. What very, money? It's very easy to sit behind a computer and type what somebody else should be doing with their money. Right. You do not live that person's life at you all. Have no clue what that person's monthly expenses is relative. Especially to you talking about East Coast place. and West Coast. Man, and whatever you live in, you're living in Bismarck, North Dakota, where ain't nobody there. Sorry, y'all. Don't nobody, ain't nobody out there. Nobody out there. Where there's 8 million people in New York City and they're paying. And rent is 2500 a month for, for, for a for, one for, bedroom, for, no, if that. For a studio with 500 square feet. These niggas is out here probably paying $2,500 a month. Like, are you crazy? Can y'all imagine? This is Cleveland, Ohio. Okay, this is Northeast Ohio. Can y'all imagine paying twenty five hundred dollars a month to stay downtown Cleveland for five for less than a thousand square feet? Twenty five hundred, and we you know we got apartment buildings down there where people are paying a grip. 
they are paying four figures. But they got like tw- they, 2,500 square of, feet. Exactly. There's all type of views and amenities. People in New York, they're not getting any of that. No, they're, they're not. Or California. Or you got a major homeless situation San going Diego. in California. You're not ever buying a house oh in California. San Diego right. is ridiculous. San Francisco is ridiculous. Absurd. The housing market in California is just so out of control. Right. So for people to sit online and talk about what somebody should be doing with their money is just asinine. And uh, on the surface. And you're and talking to a generation of two or three people who have went to school, invested in themselves via college loans. And got student loans out the ass, but are not able to With bachelor degrees to even pay it. To work in the field that they have the degrees in, to even begin to try to pay that. They have, most of the, especially when I was coming out, when I was coming out of the University of Akron, that was years ago, this was, this was years and years ago. The idea then of being able to come out and really get into your field, making a decent amount of money entry level, you you needed to be taking uh, some type of something to do with computers, something to do with the healthcare industry, something that you was going to be needed long term. That where you were coming out and you were going to see sixty thousand and up starting out twenty know, years ago as as as, as a twenty three, twenty four, twenty five year old. You know what I'm saying? Making that type of money. You can't. It's twenty nineteen. You can't even get sixty thousand a year in them fields. In them fields. Right now, when you are somebody that holds multiple licenses and degrees, if you got a degree in business administration, and let's say you're certified to sell life insurance, do mortgages, do companies is like so, they don't give a damn. <laughs> you have entirely too much experience for them. No, they don't even want to be bothered with at you all. Because they know they're gonna have to pay your ass. They don't they want don't to. Want to pay you. They want to get the 18, 19 year old, the 21 year old in there that's still in school, that still hasn't been absolutely bombarded by the bullshit that's going to happen to them when they get out they of They have no understanding of the game. And get them in there and tw- and get them molded to however they want them, their, What's their up, type Tammy? of uh, uh, skills and training and whatever it is in that industry that they want them to do, which is great. But until they reach a certain point to where they're expendable, it's, these jobs are like Hollywood. You hit a certain age and you are all out the door. It's like the NFL, for real, for real. You don't care. If you don't have the skills and you haven't made it into certain positions, you are going to be a work bee for the rest of your life. Because until you realize that unless you want to start your own business and really or, or, or try to provide some type of gig for yourself that you're really and truly passionate about, you're going to end up stuck working for these people in multiple different areas and multiple jobs for the rest of your life. Right. You're going to have like eight to eight careers. Exactly. And gone is the times where you could get with these companies and be there for 20, 30 years, retire with a nice 401k with a pension. Enron killed all that. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they killed all that. When that man stole all that money like that, that killed all the idea of young, of any of us getting pensions and having a quality of life from these companies no matter how long you've been in there. Nope. Why do you think most of these companies, if you've been with somebody, you know, three years or more, when it starts looking at that five-year and up mark, all of a sudden you are either downgraded in your responsibilities or there's You're getting a bad of, review. Or you're getting exactly, <laughs> They hit you with that bad review. They want to now create a paper, a paper trail to not give you and not pay you your due, regardless of how the time and the length that you put in there and the work that you've done. But, you know, people talk, employees talk, 
you have new people. What's up, True Soul? And maybe that person is making a, a third more than you, you know, a quarter more than you, half more than you, twice more than you. You don't know. And that shit pisses people off. And it's like, why am I devoting five, six, ten years to this company when you have no intention of A, paying me what I'm worth, B, really, truly helping me grow as a better individual in this particular career by helping me develop the skills that I'm going to need to to grow other people and keep this company going. That is not something that you find in a lot of companies. That's no. what we touched on a company like Progressive a couple of weeks ago because that is something that that they're good at as far as they're great at getting, getting people in and sticking with the people that prove and show that they want to stick with them and, and have that loyalty versus these companies. Yeah, I just want to point something out. You know, when companies do good, we, we name drop. Bad. When companies do bad, we don't name drop. No, because why are we going to advertise a shitty company? We're not. Ever. <laughs> Ever going to advertise a crappy company, man. For real. Y'all need to go to our YouTube channel, subscribe to it, check out the latest video, Top Performers. Scam Co. We are live on Instagram as well. Just radio on Instagram. Live on Facebook. We should be live. We're live on Facebook. Yeah, we're live on Facebook. Should be live on Instagram. No doubt. Um, but yeah, so what are some y'all, what are some of y'all's some of the worst stuff y'all done seen? Um, Office attire. Office attire. Call in. Tell us about the time when old boy came to work in a clown suit. <laughs> and it was the day where you go in for the for the monthly meeting. <laughs> Dude, come to the monthly sales meeting in a clown suit. <laughs> I've known people to come to the to the monthly sales meeting and you know under the influence. I've seen it. I've been. <laughs> In companies where they come back from lunch and they smell like so much liquor and their eyes are so, because you know certain certain types of caucasity, uh, eyes get super bloodshot Man. red. And it's like, I don't. How did you do all that? In 30 minutes or 45 minutes. So you know what I'm saying? Because if you get an hour lunch, Take, you got to take out five to ten minutes to get where you're going. Yeah. And you got to take out, you know, five to seven minutes for them to bring in the drink. So you doing 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes worth of hard-ass drinking from 12 to 1. Because <laughs> yeah, that thermos, that coffee mug, <laughs> they've been drinking all day. Yeah, man, like, what the hell? Like, drinking all cat, day. There was this one cat. He used to come in, and even though we were we were business casual at the time, but what happened was we had hit some some achievement and we got to wear jeans the rest of the month. Mm-hmm. So everybody was like, shit, yeah. You know, you know when you can wear jeans the rest of the month, it's like that just kills everything. Because now you got to do, especially for me, because all I'm going to do is throw a hoodie on and call it a day. Like, You know what? Uh, uh, you know what? I just had a thought. You know, it's like companies inf- incentivize comfortability. Mm-hmm. That's They do. It's like, well, if we hit this goal, you can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Huh? Because they know, and that's the thing, because you inherently know. What's up, Miriam? Making someone come to work and adhere to a dress code to do a call center job where you're not even dealing with. It's absurd. On a daily basis is absolutely absurd. And the idea that you, what really used to piss me off was when you had to get dressed up for certain companies that I worked in 
when the bigger guys came in. The right. Why? Came in, like, why the hell do I have to look like a freaking professional model today? Because this asshole is going to be walking the aisle. Like, unless For what? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's we a have, horse and pony show. Right. Like we have a dress code and the dress code is business casual, not professional. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. if, and if he happens to come or who they happen to come. So the president yeah. of the company coming in, so all of a sudden we got to switch up for right, that day? Right. Man, like, that's, that's why? Fake, first of all, that's fake as fuck. Super fraud. Man, like, and if you are the president or whoever and you're one of those people. They require that? They require that. You're a douche. You, you are a complete and total ass because there's no reason people should have to get uber dressed up for you you're going to be in the building and you're in no way shape or form going to interact with these people you don't remember their names you don't give a damn about their life you don't even hear to talk to them balance you're only getting here to see either what the bottom line is for your numbers who who you can add or who you can cut yeah if anything you should come in there and you know speak to the people and motivate them be they a charismatic leader. Yeah. Why we got to do all this extra anymore. stuff for your ego? Life. No, they did that. Like, they do that now. Mm-hmm. That's still going to. Well, we, we're having so-and-so. We're having potential investors coming in. I'm like, so? That, that they're they're going to come in and look at your books and look at your performance and listen to you. It's office space. Pitch. Pitch the company. And they're going to ask you what motivates you. And you're going to be sitting there like Peter, like, well, you know, I just don't care. Right. You know, you come in here and there's nothing. What motivates me? I have a mortgage. Right. You (laughs) you sit there talking to me about these bullshit ass TPS reports. Right. You know, like. I got teenage daughters with expensive cell phone habits. And want to go to college. Like, how can I maximize my money and my time here? How can you show me to help me be a better individual to help maximize money for me to keep make bigger bonus without you jicking my money right pay me you know? what i do i mean if i if i need performance help but if you know i'm a solid performer don't look at the contract and try to find ways to skim money f- from the agent you know it, it, and in the, in, in the insurance and mortgage industries that's, that's huge all the, that's all they do but here's the thing about contracts you can always amend them so if there's a contract of what's going to be paid but you the goal is for you to pay me my worth Amend the motherfucking contract. Right. You know, there's that's nothing to go to HR to go to legal and be like, you know what? Your review, you did such a great job. You did the work of actually four different people from eight different departments. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> did all of this on your own without anybody telling you you, you had yeah. to pay, you know, seventy five thousand a year for this. Right. And then and and his reasoning being A, you might have degrees that back it, you might have work experience that back it, you might be somebody that's in their late 30s, early 40s, 43 years what old. Expense, what you know experience? What experience? With mad experience that spent 20 years in a particular industry. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you damn sure at that age in whatever company that you're in, you should be making 75000 plus. Yeah, because the thing is is that so much money now has been siphoned to the top. Exactly. It's not. There's and the that, thing is, is that companies say, well, we're competitive. No, it's not about being competitive. It's about... Making sure that the five people in the in in the nice office get to buy two yachts a year versus one yacht a year. You know right. what I'm saying? And and that's the thing. I mean, anybody that's been in the insurance industry, please call in and, and testify. If you ever went to a home office for an insurance company and Man. seen those offices, Listen. that shit ain't even necessary. Listen. A lot of stuff they have don't even be necessary. Pay your agent. Pay the agents. And Pay your brokers. A lot of it is that's why they allow for these people to go out and franchise and quote unquote put the hand put the put the 
the real onus on those agents and those subcontractors yeah. that have those agencies by themselves. That's why they give you that money to begin with, because then if you fail, it can be well, you know what we 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 gave you a we, jump, we get, hey. but we don't necessarily have to continue to help you build that jump because we are still this brand mm-hmm. and we're still trying to make money. What's up, so Tommy? We don't want you to go past a certain amount making money, you know, yeah. for us because that's just not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work for us because we can't have you, and that's a lot of it too. Because and I've I've learned this when I was in restaurant management, they do not like, especially when you are a minority. They do not like when you outperform one of they they top performers that you come in, in and just and you do come them. in there and you just blow them out the water. They cannot stand it. And if you're a woman, Ooh. oh my god, they are so offended. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, how dare so, you get in money like me? Oh my god, who is this? Like, did she just really come in here and completely turn the store around in two weeks? Sure, fuck did. Man, he got the like, seven series. Man, and, and, <laughs> and it's crazy because a what's lot up, Denny? A lot of those lessons you have to learn working in whatever field that you want to be in. Yes, you go to college to get that technical, what I call that technical, that book knowledge. Yeah. But the the onus and the majority of everything that you're gonna do for whatever career you choose is gonna be when you're actually working in that career. Experience. And you're doing it. And it's a lot of what I always try to tell people when it comes to getting into new industries, doing career changes, because in this day and age, you got to be flexible. You got to understand that uh, corporate America is not, unless you are a legacy or somebody with, with buku bread, mm-hmm. it's not for it's not, it's not for certain. It's not for you. It's not, it's, no. you can forget it. You're going to have to figure out something that you're good at, something that you love, or a skill that you can pick up and apply practically mm-hmm. to get you where you want to be in life for your individual, you know, people in situations. And a lot of people struggle. And it's and, and, and in no way, shape, or form am I saying that any of this is easy because it's not. Life it's is not, not. It's hard. Life is not set up to be easy. If it was to be easy, everybody would be shitting rainbows and Man. smoking good, and we are so not. No, so, we're not. Shout out to not. shout out to Avery Hart. She just yeah. checked in. Oh, what up? What purchased up? that book. Yeah. <laughs> awesome pie and Splinter Wood. Yeah. But uh, on Amazon and all digital outlets man, for people man. that read books, get the man. physical copy for your coffee table and get the digital copy for your cell phone or digital device. I like having physical copies of books. The physical copy. You need to cop that physical copy. It the cover is dope. Mm-hmm. Well, for you know, me, it's just nothing like turning a page. Right. I've always been a huge fan of books. I'm a digital guy. But But, um, those, as far as, you know, doing the career changes and life changes and and things, it's going to be hard. It's going to be scary. It's supposed to be. The the metal and where you're truly going to be tested is if you give up, if you keep moving forward. Like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing here. Nothing here is set up for easiness for you to just slide in and be able to do the bare minimum and think you're going to immediately achieve what you may have thought you you deserve to achieve that's not how it is and and, no in in a different time period maybe and i've lived through enough of them to say that yeah in a different time frame yeah you probably could have did the bare minimum and got through and that's and and that's what a lot of those red hat people be wanting it to go back to where Mm -hmm. you could just show up and you can't (laughs) 
<laughs> it makes 70 G's it's for showing not, up. It's not that. It's not that world. Nah. Technology is, is too quick. The things happen at an instant pace. Entire you know, industries are created and destroyed, and destroyed with a keystroke. Exactly. I mean, just look at the retail industry and how devastating it's been for brands that have been around for hundreds of years. I mean, the fact that Sears is gone, people don't realize how how that should trigger a huge warning sign for the jobs industry and, and retail, customer service, that sort of thing, because Sears started out as a mail-order catalog company. You know, they, be, they sell houses. If you, if you research everything that Sears did while the, throughout their entire history, you're going to be surprised at a lot of the things because a lot of the things that they started are still around. People don't understand a lot of, especially a lot of these young people, they, they don't, they might not even have one yet, but the Discover card was started by Sears and they sold houses. You could go and look through their catalog and pick you out a house and they would send you a manufactured home and you could build a house. When you walked into a Sears, and it used to be called Sears and Roebuck, when you walked into that store, you could get everything you could for everything that you needed. And the fact that they were unable to adapt to the ever-changing technology and the speed and pace of which people are shopping these days, getting their information, it spelled the death knell for them. And then you have, right. and, and there's other companies that have, that have done. I mean, you Charlotte Roos just announced, you know, the other day that they closed their online store and starting March seventh, which was yesterday. They were doing a going out of business sale. And it's like, yeah, because a lot of these younger, well, not even younger, but a lot of these retail stores that were geared towards these young girls, the millennials, the preteens, they failed to adapt to the advent and incoming of online shopping mm -hmm. and the idea of these other companies and from from overseas giving the same thing they were. You, you, when, and that was the thing. It's the model of buying retail. When you shop for retail and do clothing, you buy things a year in advance based on the trend. Mm -hmm. So when that inventory and that stock comes in, that's why when you go in, like right now, you go into Walmart or any other store, you'll see spring attire, you'll see the swimming suit, and you'll see all of that stuff. All that inventory is bought a year in advance. So if you're not able to capitalize on trends or see how things are going, you're going to be stuck with a lot of stuff. Companies like Charlotte Russe, like limited and, and or not limited, but some of these other ones that went um, out of business, what they failed to do was understand that with, with the up and coming uh, companies that you were able to get into, like what is that, that H&M, you had that Fashion Nova, you had um, Wish.com, there's all these different people. Amazon. And, and, and Am <laughs> Amazon, Amazon killing the game. Plays, Amazon plays a part because Amazon started, it was a marketplace. They don't manufacture clothes. So they don't you, manufacture it, it, anything. It's Exactly. It's a marketplace. So it was the ability to um, be able to sell your whatever it is you had through Amazon. And you could reach all different kinds of people or uber so, Look, we can talk about uber but and this is what i'm saying so when it comes to retail and cheap quality and cheap merchandise that's on trend mm -hmm. companies like charlotte Russe and all these other other brands that already that that's what they did the quality of their clothes wasn't the best you know they a lot of that stuff was 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 what it was it was super cheap, hey, Alicia. you know and it, it wasn't no bad good quality 
Now you have these these celebrities doing and these Instagram influencers doing these partnerships with these brands like Fashion Nova mm-hmm. and do different Etsy shops and and wherever the the UK brands. What is that place called? It's a Top Shop. Yeah, Top Shop and all these other ones that do the same thing. Cheap on trend clothing. And yeah, we don't have any any you know brick and mortar stores. But we'll give it to you super cheap. So why does these young girls need to go to a mall and go to a Charlotte Rouge, go to a Forever 21? You know, the only reason they are is because a lot of them, maybe their parents don't let them go. Or just hang out. They just want to go hang out. And a lot of these mall, and and because these, these, a lot of folks have killed the idea of teenagers hanging out in malls. There's curfews and, and they've driven the teens out and away from the malls. The malls have suffered because an adult has no reason to go down to a mall at all. At all, and especially adult in this day and age. If you have anxiety or whatever, you're not walking step foot into a mall. Mm-mm. You're not going to do it. There's too many things. There's Uber I may go to a mall DoorDash. like twice a year. You can get something from Amazon. You know, two days. Target now has same day. You don't have to leave your house for nothing you, if you don't you want really to now. Don't. And if you and nothing. Or, if you have to leave your house, if you can have stuff set up to where your whole ride home from work, you got to make one stop at, at Target, at Walmart, wherever. And it's freaking there. You ain't even got to get out your car if you don't want to. So the idea of people having to go into a brick and mortar to purchase whatever it is you're selling is, in this day and age, outdated thinking. You need to have a product that people want to go out and shop for and be in. That's why a company like What's Dick, up, Tom? You know, like Dick's Sporting Goods, um, certain other big box retailers that mm-hmm. have been able to weather the storm, it's because they're niche retailers. It's a sporting goods store. Mm-hmm. You know, where are you going to get your sports? And have goods? a big online presence. Exactly. They adapt it quickly. Quickly. Home uh, home improvement stores, Home Depot, Lowe's. Netflix killed Blockbuster video. And the thing about, and that's the thing, like, Blockbuster just did not understand that people would want to be able to get videos and stay home if they could. Yeah, they it's, it's not like the Blockbuster store, you know, was, like, the place to be for real. It actually, but it was, in its heyday, in its heyday with the advent of the late, ni- late 80s, early 90s for video rentals, Blockbuster's business was at its peak then. And it's one of the reasons why, like with Captain Marvel, it's set in well, what the what with the internet, you know, growing. But that wouldn't come until the late '90s. You know what I'm saying? That wouldn't come the advent of the internet and really changing how people receive their media. Their though, media would not come well, because in the '90s you had CDs and what what have you. But right, now that wouldn't come until later. That would mid two thousands, mid to late two thousands, ninety eight. Because when I was in school. You know, the in, in high school, the internet that we had, it was still dial-up. It was America Online. Man. It was, was brand new. Super you know, slow, so too. The idea, like, Netflix really didn't come into play until 99, 2000. And people realized they were a home delivery system. They were a DVD mail-order company. Yeah, they were. They still have their DVD plan. They just, they just slipped it, divided it into two. You can either stream it or you can order the DVDs or you can do both. But... When they came on and the advent of DVDs started taking over the VHS, mm-hmm. because people back then, you got to remember too, there was a big, it wasn't really big, but there was a push 
to go from VHS to something better. And in the in between, laser disc. This was laser disc exactly. <laughs> laser disc was that it, it comped out because a they were too big and they were too expensive. Yeah, that's like seven hundred dollars for it, a box. It, it had it didn't have the ability to be portable to be easily stored in the home like a VHS cassette was. Mm -hmm. So when you had the ad advent of the DVD-ROMs and the DVDs to be able to be like, okay, now you have something that's the size of a computer disc that you can hey, watch Stacey. a movie on. And now, okay, now we're cooking with Crisco because now we got something here. And so as that advent turned on and, and moved forward away from VHS, Blockbuster stuck with the, the idea of people still coming in and gravitating towards home video purchasing at a place where they could bring the family and have the kids look at the kids section and the parents, you know, look at whatever sections they wanted to look at and still had the adult video section. They they rolled it till the wheels fell off and they missed the boat. There's one um, blockbuster remaining in the country and it's in Bend, Oregon. If mm. You can look them up on Twitter and because their Twitter feed is hilarious, but they you can go in. And you can still get a Blockbuster account. You can still walk into a Blockbuster store and rent movies um, like the You know what? Of course I want to go to Oregon. Oregon, Oregon seems like a, just a different spot. You know what I mean? It is a very beautiful state. The multiple times I've been there. Yo, they tried I to make Oregon. They did try to make Oregon like an all-white state, though. Yeah, they did. All, they was like, mm. uh, What is the? Little American history the there. Oh, it's, they call Lake Oswego Lake No Negro. Right. I was talking to my cousin, looking at different different suburbs, Facts. the different suburbs out there, and she said that's what they call that out there. But yeah, Oregon's history, state history, is steeped in a lot of different races. They was like, we do not want, no, we do not want, want the, the blacks nope. <laughs> the at all. With with the Pacific Northwest, that is a gorgeous, gorgeous area to be in if you are somebody that like sweeping views and greeneries mm -hmm. and those trees and they had a drive-in out there me and my cousin went to um not the last time that i was out there but the time before i was out there mm -hmm. and when she when she called me and told me that she found one i was like yes because i'm a huge driving fan i love driving Drive-ins is dope. They are because you're in your car, you can smoke, you ain't got to hear nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can have a radio turned up as loud as you can. And you can bring food. Exactly. They not they not they not going through your car. No, yeah, they no, they that's that's not that's misinformation. <laughs> they depending on the company, because we have one right over here, the Autorama in North Ridgeville, uh -huh. they do ride around on their go karts looking for illegal activity because that particular drive-in is a fourth-generation family-owned drive-in. It is one of the dozens that mm. are left in the country. And people don't realize, they always complain about the price of a movie ticket when you go to, like, Regal or AMC. Yeah. And the reason why movie tickets cost so much is because the studios take 90% of that money, the, of the cost of admission of a ticket. Dang. And that's why your concession stand pricing is so outrageous, because that's where these movie chains make their money is on the concessions. It's the same thing for the drive-in theaters. They, their consent, well, it, it, with the exception of the drive-in in North Ridgeville, the price of admission is, well, it used to be, when I first started going, it was $7. It was okay. one out but way now, up Mayfield. I think it was like 20 bucks. Yeah, those are all closed now. Um, oh. Now, Autorama is now $10 to get in. So you get, you, you pay $10, you can see two movies, and then they make their money on their concession. And their concession is so reasonably priced, it's not even funny. Like, you can actually spend $20 
and feed your whole family. Because you get pizza, you get some drinks, you get some popcorn, and you were going to spend twenty dollars. Wow. So that's one of the main reasons why I support the drive-in when it's open from when it's open to when it's closed because I'd rather support that and keep that in business versus paying out the money to the studio for a $20 ticket to see right. it in IMAX 3D, you know, where I can pay $10, still see it in digital HD quality, you know, smoke to my heart's content. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And watch the movie and enjoy Don't it. forget you that, <laughs> that part. Now, I want to see it. So when we went to the one that was in Oregon, it was it was a true, like that was a true, what you would call the stereotypical drive-in experience because it was just a single, it wasn't a, a twin theater. So it was just a single screen, and the way the cars were parked, like you really literally had to get in where you fit in there. One thing I love about Autorama, and that's what I was telling Monica, was the fact that you they they have the first four rows are for the uh, SUVs. So if you have a truck or anything like that, they want you to park in the first four. They either want you to turn around and open your hatch, or you know face forward so you can mm-hmm. have the lights on. They don't want people. They don't want the trucks in the back blocking people's view. So. But the place in Oregon, no, it was. It, we were so packed in together and so close that it was crazy. They had it to where you could actually use the radio, even though they still had the the speakers that you could put on the car. But it was too many people and too many cars and not enough speakers. So, but people were out on blankets on top of their cars, you know, on the roofs and everything, just. Kids playing ball, there was dogs, you know, just people have been grilling. Like, that was truly something that you could see these people, the, the driving is an experience. Because you're, they go out and they will grill. They'll take the pet. They'll take volleyballs and, you know, whatever and go out there and have mm-hmm. a good time. And you just don't get that even if you take your family to go see How to Train a Dragon 3 at Regal. No, you know you're not. Saying? You're not. You're not going to get that that type of experience out of it, and that's one of the main reasons I I will always support a drive-in theater. If I'm lucky enough to be somewhere where there's a drive-in within you know a 45 minute to an hour ride, I don't give a damn about the drive because that's just more time to smoke, watch a movie, whatever. I mean, <laughs> especially if you're in a new state, new city, whatever. You you it's, this is life. You you don't time you don't get back, so you might as well spend it traveling. You know, especially yeah. especially if you're somewhere that you've never been. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about being out there in Oregon at that drive-in was just sitting out among the stars and those big ass, huge ass, tall ass trees and all that forest. It was just, it was just such an awesome experience and feeling just to be able to sit out there with the hatch up on the back of the truck, blowing, eating popcorn, watching Spider-Man. Right. Like it was, it was great. We we had a really good time. So. Yeah, the last time I went to the to drive in, I had stopped at you know our favorite uh, Chinese re- Asian restaurant, brought you know brought some food, and I had to hatch up, mm-hmm. and we just sat back, you know, eating like a real expensive meal at the movies. That mm-hmm. that was dope. We did go to the uh, to the vendor, you know, we supported them or whatever. I got something to drink, just just to show love for real, for real, because we yeah. had everything back there. Yeah, it is. It is so. It is such a great experience to, to, especially if you have kids, because if you are somebody that enjoys movies, you have to experience a drive because it's just the ability of sitting in your car, and if you got kids and it's a movie that's you know family friendly or whatever, maybe they're dressed up as their favorite character or whatever, and they're gonna remember that more than you are for 
being inconvenienced and having to drive out to North Bridgeville for, you know, to be able to sit through two movies and they're probably going to fall asleep halfway through the first movie. Right. But when I would take my nieces and my nephew out there, that was what it was. Like, we're going to go. You guys are going to understand this. Movie going can be an experience. And if you can make it an experience, you should. Because you, you'll see... You can, be, you can see some really good movies, you can see some really crappy movies, but you won't you won't ever forget that experience with or or that time that you spent, and that's what life is about is having experiences and being able to pass on the good. You know what I'm saying about it. Every life this this life is already gonna be hard and shitty. Have I mean, fun. Yeah, I mean, you might as well have as much fun as you can, and try right. to try to have as many good experiences at low cost. You know. That you can, and the drive-in, at least for me, has always been a good value. Mm-hmm. You get two movies, you know. I don't mind buying a whole pizza for nine dollars, you know, and then getting drinks, and I can still get a bag of candy and some pretzels. So, because <laughs> I'm about to be there for two movies, so I'm gonna be there a good four hours. Like fellas, and I'll be smoking. If you if you dig Crooked Halo, take her to the drive-in movies, Man, North Ridgeville. It's going. <laughs> you might get curved though, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Especially if you don't read. If your application is accepted. <laughs> Drive in movies. You'll thank me later. We'll have to be a destination. Well, thank her because she told y'all. <laughs> I just put it out there, yo. I just don't want to go get something to eat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um,. Yo, new segment. We're going to bring the new segment up. Uh, we just take a quick commercial break. But the new segment, like, I didn't notice it. You know, I'm going to just touch on it briefly. I didn't notice how, like, people, you know, on social media post certain stuff. And it'll say one thing, but what they really trying to say is, we're going to get into that. It's Juked Radio. Presented by Follow Black Dollars. Sponsored by Risk Work Custom and Avery Hart's new book, Wholesome Pie and Splinter Wood. Y'all go get that, man, for real. $50 gift card. If you can read the, obviously purchase the book, show us proof that you purchased the book. And answer the three questions that we going to have. That you know what I'm saying? To the book. You can't be like, yeah, I bought the book. The book. <laughs> just so a lot of y'all don't uh, think niggas, y'all think y'all slick. If whoever is the person that's on there that's answering the questions, um, if they don't know the answer, don't think we're gonna use the same questions. I will change the questions. <laughs> we're changing be, the questions. It's not gonna be the same questions, okay? Right. So, Y'all are trying to juke somebody. Right. Like, don't no. try to juke juke when radio. I say you must read the book to get the fifty dollars. Right. You must read the, the book. book to get. The $50. Right. So. You can order that boy digitally or physically. Mm-hmm. Well, Amazon.com. Right. Cop the book. And then when you're done reading the book, go to www.wristworkcustom.com. Cop you some wristwork bracelets, yo. You know, your girlfriend, your, your dude, your husband, your wife got something coming up for sure. Or you didn't mess up, but you in a doghouse, man. Go ahead and cop that wristwork. I'm guaranteed whatever situation or challenge you was dealing with, when they see that wrist work hit their wrist, they're going to forget about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, well, for most cases, I mean, if you didn't step that on your old lady, them bracelets ain't going to help. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you buy like 10 of them. 
then (laughs) with some outfits. (laughs) With some outfits, yo. We'll be back. This Raider Shark and Paul Unbreakable on OP Nation Talk every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. You are now tuned in to WeUpRadio.com. Topic every fuck. Man, you hate the radio. I despise it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at 1. Get out of here. I'm not lying, man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at 1, are you listening? Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1. At 1, tune in to them on, on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University, Clutch Saturdays Players. at 1 p.m. That's what's up. So I'll tune in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. I, I check. Hey, I'm Danny. A few of you may know me, or at least think you do. But there's so much more than what meets the eye. Cleveland's own Hazel Green is back with another book of amazing tales. Danny's Tales. This self-published author always bringing heat. Follow my girl on Instagram at Hazel Green. That's Hazel with a Y, Green with an E, 216. Twitter, that's the same thing. Holler at him, man. Make sure you support the movement, because it's moving. Also, go to hazelgreen.com and purchase that for the low. I'm sitting here alone. I wish I had someone to help me play with me. <laughs> Words. Make sure you enter my world with caution. I am Piranha. We up at weupradio.com. I'm here with DJ Goldie. Go check us out. We in Cleveland, Ohio. Tan it up. Ow! Previously on OG DJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl, and, and she said she saw a girl, and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me, though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't I'm got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one, and that sounded kind of homosexual. It sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if, as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the <laughs> out of them. Like, huh? <laughs> if, if another nice, man... That's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Yeah, yeah. That's gay, that's gay. So, and then she said, I'm not gay. I said, but that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment. Right. I understand sure. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective... That wasn't just a comment. That was homoerotic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. erotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah. was... That made me think yeah. of a reason. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh, WeUpRadio.com. Walk into your ride. Now, moving on up. Moving on up. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This your boy, Big Moochie, baby. The international king of line dance music. And y'all know who I rock with, man. I rock with that WeUpRadio.com. Let's go. With power comes money. With money comes greed. Now, if the greenbacks don't stack large on my side of the yard, I ain't fucking with it. This cake has got to be all icing, baby. Now, I know I'm taking the biggest piece, but goddamn, I'm the biggest fish with the biggest mouth, bitch. You want to be rich, right? Hell yeah. Well, stick with me. Do as I does. And be as I be. 
We be stacking chips, packing clips, uh, macking chicks, uh, laughing tits, slapping dick in your bitch. Yeah. Making hoes take these clothes from these stoves. Walking slow, they go to poke. Now here we go. Walking lot to the spot, Marriott. Cause what I got to make a knot is very hot. Who's at the door? Go and check. Who? I got the tech. Yeah. Tell him that you soaking wet until he check. Mm -hmm. Now lift up your fucking dress. Mm -hmm. Where's the rest? Bitch can hide a treasure chest in her breast. Yeah. Uh huh, strip search. Give it up. Whip skirt. Give it up. Uh huh, shit hurts. It but it works, bitch. You can jerk niggas, but you can't jerk me. Ho, I only tell you once that this dick ain't free. I'm talking greed. Jet Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Wristwork Custom and Avery Hart's new book, Splint, uh, Wholesome Pine Splinter Wood. Cop the book, yo. Man, that's cop the that's book. Read, yo, great cop read. that book. Yo, great go to um, www.wristwork.com to purchase exquisite bracelets for all occasions. They are an excellent gift idea as well as accessory. Become a Wristwork addict today. Yo, cop that work, man. Cop that work. Yo. We are talking about workplace attire, dress codes. We That's the official the, topic. But. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> talk about all type of shit. But, uh, <laughs> what is some of, that's the main topic anyway, what is some of the stuff that y'all have seen that have just grinded your gears to the point where, I mean, if, if people's hair, if people can be offended over hair, dreadlocks, or whatever, I know you niggas have been offended over what somebody done wore to work and how they done been able to wear whatever they wore and still get away with it and keep their job. Man. Like, that's Let's talk about office hygiene. That's a whole nother show in and of itself. <laughs> like, I mean, because we touched on that, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. But my thing with that is... We have a call. Hello, you are tuned in to Juke Radio. Thank you for calling. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? My name Marvin. My name Marvin. What up, Marvin? Where are you calling from? I just, please, please. Awesome, awesome. I, just, I, mean, I don't like when girls wear leggings to work because I see a fat ass. I want to say, hey, that's a fat ass. You know, I want to. I want to touch the ass. I want to jiggle that. Why are you wearing leggings to work? Then you want to tell HR I'm making disrespectful comments. Well, bitch, you was disrespecting me when you wore the leggings. <laughs> oh, damn, Marvin, damn. I mean, Dang, shit. Marvin. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Marvin, but you, the thing about it is... You got a point. They, when, I mean, you do got a point, <laughs> but here's the thing where Marvin, where Marvin fucked himself up because regardless if they wearing it, and I understand because when certain niggas wear sweatpants, I can't just go up to them and be like, you know what? I see that outline. Let me go <laughs> for a couple, three, four seconds right quick. Back no. Oh, the sweat. I can't and do that. that. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I why, and that's why, that. why I don't wear no great jogger but pants to work. I don't wear no jogger pants to work. To do that. I can't do that, you know, to y'all. Y'all can't do that to us. And that's the whole thing of it. That's why I said at the top of the show, like, what is... What would be the best type of work attire to wear? We don't even have to worry about that, men or women. It's a, it's a girl named it's a girl named Samantha at my job, and every time she had the copy machine changing the paper, it looked like she's working. <laughs> I want to, I want, I, I just wanted to put tips on her, but I, I, 
I like my I like is my it job. Is y'all's dress code for women to wear leggings, or can they wear them? Uh, I don't know. She always wear them on dress down side. That's what it is. On the regular. On a regular day, she wear those tight pants. Man, you, you sound thing. like you just. Marvin <laughs> sound like he just want to have a talk with Samantha. Like, right. I just be want. I just want to walk around the office bleeding by my crops, like just leaning forward so everybody can see what the fuck I'm working with. Nah, Marvin about to cost his company a lot of money. Hostile workplace. He's going to have me too. All of us. I think I, Hashtag I told, all of I, us. I, I, told, <laughs> I, I told I got. I lost my one job because I told her like a phrase I heard in the club. I said, if you don't think it's real, go ahead and have a feel. <laughs> and she reported me. Man. I lost my job. <laughs> so this time I'm not going to say nothing. Yeah, just, is it okay to look? But well, I mean, you know, just radio, you know, you want to vent. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can... Like uh, you said, you can look, but don't let it, don't turn it to a leer. You can be yeah. like, appreciate. There's nothing wrong with appreciating yeah. shape. So, like, a good size. leer is what, like, it's two a, to three seconds? Thing. What they what they call those the one leg is the stinks or stinks. So, when she bent over, you can see her panties. <laughs> but you can tell she don't got none because I can see her butt crack. Man. That's so funny. I seen a broad the other day. And, all, and don't none of the men complain at the office because they like it, and the lesbians like it too. <laughs> so, she gets away. <laughs> And you know the messed up thing about it is the lesbians probably got more of a chance than the niggas do. Man, <laughs> hey, lesbians is winning. No, the messed yeah. up, the messed up part about it is the lesbian lady is say you got a nice body. She won't tell on them, but if I say you got a fat ass, oh, I'm good. <laughs> we need equality in the workplace, y'all. I mean, it's choice of words. Just how right, yeah. You, you could have said ass. nice body, but you right. know what though? You a lot of that. Hold on, man. A lot of that got to do with the fact of a lady feeling you when you say. What you just said, mm-hmm. it'd be ooh. <laughs> exactly. But if she not feeling you, it's she problem. in HR. Ladies, y'all gotta stop that shit. Listen, though, <laughs> is, it, is it proper for women not to wear panties to work because they don't want to show their panty line and they tight pantsuit or they leggings, so they as, just say the hell with as panties. As a woman, there are certain outfits and certain things that women will wear that require you not have underwear. In my personal opinion. That type of stuff is not appropriate for work. Period. Mm. But you need to be hygienically correct for you getting the car pool on a heated seat and got the whole car smelling like baked tuna. Oh, see. (laughs) You gotta wear panties. You gotta be authorized. Marvin. Oh, my God. Sick of this stuff, man. She had the whole carpool, everybody like an elephant in the room. No, it's that fishy ass pussy, bitch. Watch your ass. Man. All right, Marvin. Yo. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you. Know, definitely, because we know them bro. Thanks for having me on. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that multinational sponsorship right. out the window. And, uh, no, but, I, but Marvin, you know, Marvin. Marvin IBM says no. <laughs> Yeah, he, he did. He raised a lot of good points, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, and that's what a general election says. Hell no. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize certain things when you are at work, and there are great many ways to compliment men and women. There are a great many ways to do it correctly. There are a great many ways to do it incorrectly. The thing that workplace attire has to the key word here is workplace. This is where you're getting your money. 
So you're conducting business. You're, you're, you're on business time, regardless of how you may personally feel with certain um, about certain things. And I got to shut down the live broadcast on Instagram because my phone just died. Uh oh, <laughs> we're gone. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right for that. But um, uh, but the thing about it is. When you are being paid on somebody else's time, that is their time, and you are they do have some say so to whatever their rules are. Because if you sign anything, if you sign a worker's handbook or anything that you you agree you're getting that pay to the order of, you're agreeing to abide by their rules. And where we come into the problem is is people want to play by their own rules, and a lot of people think that. Maybe because they might do certain jobs in certain positions and they may have been there, you know, X amount of years that they may be granted a certain leeway, you know, with a lot of things, which is all well and said and great. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the bottom line and making sure that we don't have situations like Marvin where you got to deal with somebody on Casual Friday coming in with a super fat ass, which is not something that she can control as a female. We are our bodies are our bodies. Same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your bodies are your bodies. But the idea that when you do come in, you run the risk of someone being inappropriate when they could be professional, that is where companies need to be like, look, if you don't really deal with with, with customers on a daily basis, on a face-to-face basis, you should be allowed to wear jeans. It should be a jeans-only environment, period. Jeans, t-shirt, and hoodie. Like, there's no need to come in and be full glammed out face. I mean, I've worked in some places where women have gone and looked like movie stars. It's like, first of all, we're here for nine and a half hours. There's nothing about this place that you're not. And don't get me wrong. I understand getting up and getting ready and putting on your face and going to work. But it's a whole different thing where your, your intent is not just to work. Your intent is to influence or try to get more by doing less than the people and your coworkers around you. Right. And that goes both ways. That goes for men and women. And that was one of the first topics we talked about is sleeping your way, you know, through the top. And all right. of that plays into mm-hmm. all of that. Whether your whether your workplace attire and you knowing what you can get away with wearing, knowing good and damn well this may or may not be something that's okay. And if it gets to the point where whether men or women is like you said, you wear them gray sweatpants and, and some now men may not take being sexually harassed the same or may not take something as But it happens. What if that man is a married man and he don't want to violate his marriage? And, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people and a lot of men don't see that as that. They won't see a 43 year old man that's married with kids that are teenagers is not. Most of them will not necessarily see a young 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old running around in leggings all tight and shit, looking at them, their package in them gray sweatpants and maybe not feel some type of way to where your ego starts playing into it. Like, if you're somebody that's confident in yourself and you'd be like, yeah, I know, oh, thank you, and you know how to take a compliment and know how to understand that that doesn't necessarily, because somebody said you look good, that doesn't mean I want to fuck you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean... (coughs) That I need you to harass me or stalk me because I complimented you. That you should be able to take a compliment 
from somebody. And be like, thank you and keep and it moving. keep it moving and not have it blow up or balloon into something inside your own head thinking that that might not be because a lot of it is people don't know how to communicate in this day and age. We're walking around with these smartphones, but we still don't know how to talk. Don't know how to communicate. What'd you say? Country full of dumb asses? Country full of dumb asses. Man. And that's the killing part about it because it all of that plays a role. And when you're in, especially the customer service industry, and you've got, that's how a lot of men in positions of power stay in those positions of power and they take advantage of those positions of power. Because you will have those Friday dress down days and you get to see people coming in there either in some leggings or, you know, dudes coming like, in. Like, ooh, I love Fridays. And, and I, 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 used to, <laughs> I used to couldn't stand, I, I used to couldn't stand how they got them tight sweatsuits looking now. But now I'm like, okay, yeah, well, go on and put that on. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, because. Yep. Crooked I Halo. I appreciate that thigh print like, in them. Step into my and, office. Uh, I want to go ahead and review yeah, let me, your let me progress. See that, let me see that logo. How's that sewn in? Ah. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna need you to stay after work. Man. But <laughs> the fucked up thing about it is, is if you, oh my god, as an individual, again, if you don't know how to take a compliment, to give a compliment. Things in this day and age have the potential to blow up way worse. It can cost you it can everything. Cost you way more than it, you could ever have imagined. And that's this is a sad thing about the state of the society that we're in. And don't get it twisted. All types of harassment goes on. It does. Every genre you can think of restaurants, hotels, call centers, wherever. It all happens. I've seen it. I've had a lot of shit happen, and I've let a lot of shit slide. Man. But in this day and age, you really got to weigh stuff. You got to weigh the cost of a lawyer. You got to weigh the idea that you're going to have to give a lot of these things. That you're going to get fired once you, you know submit that exactly. complaint. You're, you're going to get fired nine times out of ten. And more, more likely than not, you're going to be blacklisted throughout that industry because what's going to happen is a, a company that I used to work for when they a they were assholes and they was dripping folks because if they found out you were looking for another job or had an interview they fired you they walked you out when you the next day that you came back especially if you took a PTO day to go like on an interview or whatever um but if they found out you were looking they would let you go and then what they did because a lot of the leads and the managers that they had on the floor were friends with a lot of other people and a lot of other companies that were in the positions to do interviews and sit in on interviews and give input on applicants they would always be in the texting with so-and-so just got fired. They applied here and there. They apply there. Don't hire them. Yeah. And for as illegal as that is. It, it happens. happens. All the time. And a company will read you and say, yeah, we're not, requ we're required to not say anything not bad, about, bad you. about you. We're just going to say that you worked here. Exactly. And that's why you have to. You have hey, to man, know. that's bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> and that's why. Because them companies be hating on you. If you have an, any idea as, as a. As and an how can you prove it? As an employee to protect yourself, if you have any inkling or any idea that you may not be long for that job, you need to find somebody. Because most of us have one person. In, in the management team that they will rock with. You need to make sure before you leave whatever company that it is and before you are terminated that you get some type of letter of recommendation from that person. Off top. Um, off top because that will go a long way when other companies are asking you for references from your previous And you can company. present something printed. And you can present them something versus giving them a phone number 
and a name of, of now you playing a lottery with that right and then you don't know that person might not even be or there a list anymore. of references and you know what i'm saying they might not even be there anymore they may not or if they are there they may give you be like yeah that person was there no i would not hire them again and if mm-hmm. they say no i would not hire you again that's it right there a company that's listening to that especially if you're in a second or third interview process nope you can forget it you didn't you toast. Didn't it. You're, you're, yeah, you're your uh, third interview was canceled. We decided to not fill that position with your ass. We're not going to fill the position with you. <laughs> Man, what's up, Ab? But that's the that's part of... Man, office attire ties into so much. Exactly, because that's the thing. And, it, and it's also something that has the ability to offend people. Because mm-hmm. if you are practicing of a certain religious background and coming there with that kofi, well, if you and you come in there in anything, yeah, whether you're an Orthodox Jewish woman and you Hijab, you, you, you work in the yarmulke and and at like Orthodox Jewish women, they are conservative, they're covered up, they don't necessarily wear pants, you know, they may wear the longer skirts. There's a lot of different religions. They come in mm-hmm. with their hijab, they come in with the yarmulke. They come oh, what's the religion with, where they wear the uh, turban? Uh, I can't like remember. a Sikh. Yeah, she yeah. Yeah, sick. You come in there with that. And the thing about it is, you have so many people in this judgmental ass country full of dumbasses that will base their fears on what somebody's physical appearance is. That's why they're able to kill black men in the streets with impunity. Impunity. Target practice. The idea of any black man that's that's a child or, or above. The idea that that individual is going to be seen as a threat is that if you a black man with peach fuzz, you're a threat. Period. Flat out. And the idea of these people with their religious backgrounds and practicing what they do and 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 showing that that is considered a threat to a lot of weak-minded people because you're unable to separate what you've seen, what you've heard somebody say, and make the decision and research anything for yourself and come to your own conclusion. That's part of critical thinking, and critical thinking is a skill. It's not something that people are born with. It's something mm-hmm. that you have to learn because you have to understand that not everybody is telling you what you need to hear. They're telling you, a lot of people are telling you what you want to hear. Like we watched a video earlier before we went on air, and he said a lot of shit that was right. Like People mm-hmm. will tell you the bullshit you want to hear. They're not telling you what you need to hear. At all. You know, I mean, and that's that's what leads to a lot of misinformation, a lot of miscommunication. Hey, Joseph. When it comes to you trying to get better as a person and, and, and have some type of successful semblance of a life. So the idea that your workplace attire is a threat to somebody else's check is silly and asinine in and of itself. Because whether or not I have a, a turban, a yarmulke, a, a button-down sweater penny loafers and stockings on don't have no bearing again and a lot of your more pro- the order a lot of your more pro- uh, progressive organizations are moving more towards uh people working from home well not only that but you know again, and that cuts that, that reduces founded, a lot of that you know what i mean as a country that was supposed to be founded on the basis of religious freedom i just find it hypocritical that you use religious freedom as a basis to exclude Certain, <laughs> certain lifestyles you know, like, that's just the hypocrisy in in this country for the dumbasses like you can't say well be, you know because i believe in because i believe in the easter bunny right um, i believe that santa claus is a fat guy and i and i don't believe that saturnalia was a pagan holiday i don't believe in any of that when when there's factual 
truthful yeah, evidence. Because of that, I don't want you working for me exactly. because that offends my faith. And the thing about it is, you know, because I believe that he man is my Lord and Savior, I won't hire you. And that's because the problem, that's the you eat cheese in sandwiches and, <laughs> and he man said no cheese. No, right. Because as a country, we've allowed the excuse of your your so-called religious sensitivities to dictate what we do. And that's why we're in the boat that we're in right now. Man. Because, hello, McFly. Right. Nobody gives a damn about your religious sensitivity. It's personal. Because that's your keyword. Your that's your personal relationship with your deity. Period. Period, 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 with the T. Because here's the thing, whatever it is you believe in, whatever it is you call yourself, whatever religion that you divide yourself into, if you think that there's a, supposed to be a higher being and you're supposed to go to so-called heaven or hell, um, what part of the game do they tell you that he going to ask you about what the next nigga, your next-door neighbor in them was doing? At He's all. not. He's reading your book. You're trapping. He's not even asking. He's you reading about, about you being a complete penis your man, whole life. Exactly. He's not he reading, or she, depending on what you believe. Right. You or it. They're not reading about what your kids did and what you did. They're reading were you a good human being? Were you a good person? Did you go out and put forth your best? Did good you help the less works? fortunate when you could? Period. Best good works. Period. Is that that for all you religious people? That's the question that's going to be asked of you. Did you go out and put forth your best good works? Right. Or did you allow yourself to be used as a divisive derision of propaganda and hate and hate to keep other people from understanding that? No, regardless of what your religious belief is, I am allowed to do mine, too. I deserve to be or do nothing or do absolutely nothing. You know why? Because it's not paying your bills. And these companies realize it, and a lot of them are becoming more progressive because, again, the bottom line is you're still a worker. If you're still going to somebody and that pay to the order of is not coming out of your pocket, mm. you're somebody's worker bee, whether you're a CEO or you're the nigga that rings out the cashier at McDonald's. Right. You're somebody's or the worker. person or the grill master, what have you. Whatever. You're somebody's worker. You have to abide by that person's standard in order to spend that person, make that person spend their money to pay you. Mm -hmm. So the idea that your religious sensitivities, whatever it is, or whatever your personal feelings is about somebody's hair, somebody's yarmulke, whatever, means absolutely nothing in the grand <laughs> scheme of things. Because here's the thing. The person that's paying your pay to the order of, they're going to go home and they're going to sleep just fine. You're going to be the only person, the person that you got a problem with and the, with the punk rock hairdo or the long hair or the yarmulke or the hijab, they're going to go home and they're going to sleep just fine. You're going to be the only person that's going to be up worried about what that person was doing at work and why they were allowed to come in with this and why this and that, that driving your family crazy because they're tired of listening to you talk about another person that ain't paying y'all's bills. Right. And y'all insurance finna run out mm. or your, high, your homeowner's insurance about to lapse because you don't miss the payment. Because you was too busy worried about why so-and-so got a religious holiday and they're an Orthodox Jew that you took an unauthorized <laughs> PTO and didn't realize your ass didn't have no PTO. Whoops. So now you was just off a Or you didn't make your damn metric. And your paycheck is short as hell. And you're trying <laughs> to blame Habib and them because you met. Habib, the doctor, taking your damn factory job. Man. You don't sit your ass down with that. I can't stand that. <laughs> and I mean, that's the thing. That's Man. The, that's the whole problem that we are facing with it. And workplace attire factors a huge, huge, huge part of it. 
mm-hmm. huge part of it. That's why I'm again for um, we did another went on at twelve, right? Twelve, yeah, yeah we, we did, did twelve something. Right? We got like um, so we got about a minute or so before we got to get out of here, but um, freaking workplace attire for a company that. Uh, for a company that wants to keep their people productive, productive needs to take into consideration consideration. I can't even talk. That's how I know I got gray hair. Um, <laughs> uh, yep, it's wearing off. Yeah, <laughs> it um, is wearing off. But no, when they know that they want to have these people and have them be the best producers, the best motivators. Um, it really is conducive to have a work environment that allows you to be comfortable and produce. Yeah. If you're comfortable, do you feel and if you're comfortable, you feel good and you're able to, you know, be more, your performance will improve, you know? That's for sure if you're comfortable. I mean, that's why, you know, again, a lot of the more progressive organizations are moving, having more people work from home. You know, the thought process behind that is you're more comfortable with and familiar surroundings. You know, we can wear, the, we can wear whatever the hell you want. You know what I'm saying? If you want to wear a fairy outfit with a magic wand or <laughs> and wings, you know what I'm saying, and ballerina shoes and take calls, you can at the house. You ain't offending nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, and or you know, or if you a person that wants to wear your religious attire at home and take your break to make your uh to make your afternoon or um, morning prayers, you know, if you're Muslim, you can do that in the comfort of your own home, and you're not, you know, you know, you're comfortable to be yourself. You know, you know. On the flip side, if you worship Satan, you can go ahead do your ritual before you can take your calls. <laughs> you know, the main thing is being productive for your organization and for your family. And for yourself, you know? And that's the thing, man. Um, yo, we're going to go ahead and break out. We're waiting on some things. While we're waiting on some things, yo, if you enjoy the show, definitely, you know, support the movement. Um, dollar sign R. Clemens 216. Support the movement. Jug Radio. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We got a new video. Scam Code Top Performers. Uh, you know, the money you get to us help us continue to do our thing, help us um, <clears throat> work with our sponsors, help us create more video, more media. You know, it help us, you know, perform bring at a higher topics. level. Yeah, bring, <laughs> out, bring out better topics, bring out better right. video. You know, really take this, <clears throat> this movement to the next level because the goal is to really bring y'all something different. You know, there's there's nothing like this right now in the radio industry and there's no voice for for us for people that toil in customer service that have been in these cubicles have worked yep. at gas stations have been in the hotels have dealt with the restaurants you know all type of ignorant ass people that have have had to make the quotas have had to sell door to door you know those be we, you have we, to hit moving targets on yeah, a monthly or bi-weekly basis we are the backbone you know, of, of the world, of the, man. Of the world, Craig. And the whole world. Top flight of the world because 
without us, this country doesn't run. Without the truckers, without everybody that does their part in these quote unquote thankless jobs, Man. you know, because we're not saving the world, folks. We're, <laughs> we're really not. We're not, we're not <laughs> doctors. We're not doctors. We're not. We're we, we're not. I mean, we're not uh, flight. Like, you know, we're not air traffic controllers. Right, we're not keeping the planes uh, from from crashing. But yeah. things that we do provide and the services. You know, I've always went into customer service under the idea that you really want to be that person um, that you want to talk to on the other end of the phone. That when you walk into a store, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm just shopping right now. I don't need you all up in my face. Cool, let me know because I'm not trying to be all up in your face at all. You know, but if you had got a question, I'm gonna tell you. And if I don't have the answer, I'm gonna find it. I'm not trying to sell you no bullshit. And that's I don't the need thing. My name wrapped up in no foolishness. But that's the thing, though. You know, more organizations need to realize that if a person is not thinking about, man, how am I gonna make my next bill? And we're not talking, and everybody doesn't deserve to be a millionaire. You know, let's get that out the window man, now. Man. Everybody does not, but everybody does deserve to not have to worry about getting sick. Mm-hmm. Everybody deserves to have food, clothes, and shelter on an acceptable level. You know, you shouldn't be in poverty because you flip burgers. You, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have to go into debt and have debt collectors calling you because you went to the emergency room. At all. You know, because you slipped and fell at work. You know, you or, or whatever the situation is, because you need to go get something checked out. You should, you should not, not be in poverty because you because are a waitress. And, and All right. You should have. A, that's a whole different topic. Like Man. Next week, next week we're going to talk about um, because since the, the since the increase, the fifteen dollar wage is the hot topic. We're going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk Ooh. about wages. Wages. We're talking about paying what you owe, paying what you're worth. And yeah. And what. What type of individual deserves? Uh, yeah, because it's a lot of jobs. It's like it's, widespread job shaming. You know what is, I'm saying, or industry shaming. We, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for for facts and stuff like that. So a lot of the stuff and the statistics and things like that that I try to share with you guys are steeped in factual yeah. basis. So when we talk about this 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 money next week, I don't want to hear from y'all talking about things that will shut down or or you know, economies will, businesses will go out. The, that ain't even what we're talking not, about. No, because that is so far from the truth. It's not even funny. What we're going to talk about is the basis of being able to live a decent quality of life on a job that you spend 40 plus hours a week at. Yeah. Period. And that's the thing. I mean, you should not, I mean, if you are willing to work a job, no matter what the job is, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be destitute. Shouldn't have to go into debt to go to work. You shouldn't be. I mean, flat out, you should not be destitute and you work. And you work. It's, it, that's just period. If you lay, if you a lady son of a bitch that don't work, then that's something that's a different. different. Story. <laughs> but if you're somebody that that is motivated and you work and you've been on your job and you got experience and you may have credentials and certifications yeah. and degrees, then you deserve to be paid what you're worth. But if you're a lazy bastard, I can't do nothing. For yeah, you. I mean, my thing yeah. is, if you are willing to work, period, you should not be in poverty at all you know what i'm saying i don't want to hear about well they don't have a degree or they don't man if you're willing to work you should not they don't you shouldn't starve you shouldn't you shouldn't fucking starve if you, you if, if you work every day you should not starve and if these companies gave a damn about us they would understand that yeah but they, they but that's the thing though they you know I, I don't you know i am so sick of hearing people justify greed mm-hmm. you're justifying greed you're justifying being a dick you know what I'm saying? Saying that because the person doesn't have a piece of paper that says just that in the third, yep. that they should not have a good life. Mm-hmm. 
You know, and that's what a you know, as as the late great Pimp C would say, that's what it bail down to. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you have people that want to say, well, because you didn't go to college, you should starve. And it's it, that's an asinine thought process in and of itself. But that's man, be that's the what topic. We talk about talk, talk about okay, yeah, that's what we talk about. <laughs> that we talk about. Week, <laughs> uh, when we tune in, we will be on time next week. Yes, we will. So, if you know, we will be on time <laughs> next week, that's an inside situation. We will. So we will. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> shout y'all back out and get back with y'all tomorrow thank you so much for rocking with us until um two o'clock we appreciate you we appreciate y'all we really do and uh i forgot the first caller's name but pittsburgh yeah man yes we do y'all just don't even know thank y'all so much we'll see y'all next week peace it's 1999 my niggas Think about back in the days when the year was 89, little nigga on the grind, gotta get my door. My crime with two in here, steady stuck in my ears, put my surf down on the clear nine nine. Hitting up the graveyard ship with real little wheel, big body and wishbone. Little while in high rollers, anyway, the white nigga so strong. Crazy bone, stack right, take much love, kept a nigga on his toes in the game, missing everyday thing. When you let your tank, gotta make a grand at least daily, man. Them Cleveland hustlers, never no busters, look to the heartbeat of niggas from the land, fool. And the old school, just serve out just as if Fuckin' with truth, rest in peace, little nigga. Rest just stress that bone, little smokin' no blood. Cause a nigga mocked up, callin' up my niggas when it's time to nerd up. And the nine nine niggas gon' drop to the number one with your gun, so run, run. Cleveland is the city where a nigga come from, slangin' them niggas that's going down. I'm in the same town, get them up with a thug and a nigga with the bug and the fifth for rows. But the niggas don't close it up, I want that party.